Ace Podcast. Weird. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish everyone could see on the table right here. We have all these three D printed toys. That Craig we're just on. did a magic trick about about boggled my mind. I know. A I bit. took I took this giant TARDIS and I put this little gnome guy in it like this. Watch yeah, this, Roger. He's gone. Watch, he's in okay. there now. Look, okay, he's in I there see now. him. Yes, yeah, he he just told me it's bigger right. on the inside. Disappeared. Yeah. It's vanished. Yeah, that's amazing. How, if a TARDIS is bigger on the inside than the outside, why isn't this gnome fitting in? Because he's part of him still on the outside. Oh. Anyway, my name's Aaron. My name's Craig, and uh, we're here to bore you for another little it, while. It's the magnificent Craig the Magician uh, doing his And look, here's the, here's the big T-Rex head on the gnome, so it's like... Trigger, it's like Halloween, yes. Trigger, trigger, that's kind of cool. Oh, Halloween's coming up. You know what else is coming up? Our big fancy fall fun... Freebie. Fabulous freebies. Something. Yeah, Fabulous coming Thund- up starts uh, next episode, actually. Fabulous Thunderbirds. So we've got to come up with a game that we could play uh, so that we... Uh, can give these these things away to our listeners because we got some cool stuff. Good, got some more good prizes coming up. Maybe I'll just ask you normal, trivial things, and you'll get them wrong. But if you do get them right by some weird chance, well, we'll come up with. I, I thought maybe we could do like a. Uh, here's what we could like, do. Here's an example. Okay, a- Aaron. Yeah. What's your name? Aaron. Oh, See, so you got that one right. Yeah, yeah. So somebody would win. Yeah. What if What if we did like a Family Feud where you ask me because there are game cards for Family Feud. You ask me one question, I have to guess like. One of the top three. Wait, what if I give you a number? I, I think of a number between one and 16 billion. Okay. And then you think of the number, and if you get it right, somebody wins. Okay, let's try it okay, right here now. Okay, here we go. Okay, now I'm thinking of a number between one and, and 16 billion. Okay. Can I guess? Yeah. 157. Dude, did you see through the card? I, I didn't. There's no card. How'd see, you, we got to come up with something more creative. Okay. But anyway... Anyway, stick around for that and get in the prize pool. Jump into the prize pool. The water's fine. I can ask you music trivia. Like, oh, uh, yeah. What's the best rock band of all time? REO Speedwagon. Oh, see, no. The answer was uh, <laughs> uh, Belinda and John or whatever that band was. <laughs> Matt and Kim. <laughs> Maddie and, 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 and. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Danny and, yeah, and yeah, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, uh, Please make that band go away. Leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook or both if you want two uh, entries into the prize pool. And we're about to start giving away surprises next episode, so be ready for that. And jump right into our fall fabulous freebie uh, bonanza or whatever we're calling bananas? it. Bananas? Bana- bananas. Fall fabulous. I like bananas a lot. Okay, this is weird. This is the podcast that brings you the best and weird news coverage. I thought you were about to tell me something. From weird. all over the world. And these are all true stories by our uh, crack team of investigators. We should we uh, should give a shout out. Should we? A few shout outs. Okay, go ahead. People don't realize how far reaching we are. Really? Yes. Yes. We're going to give a shout out to our listeners in Australia. Oh, our mates from down under. We're going to give a shout out to our, our listeners in Africa. Yes. Cape Town. Hong Kong. Oh, hello, Hong Kong. Germany. Oh, your papers in order. One of the Kazakhstan. 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 Russia. We're, we're gonna give a, we're gonna give a shout out to our friends in Italy. Uh, 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 how you doing, now? Uh? And New Zealand. And Canada. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and the country of Arkansas. That's where Randall. Arkansas. Lives. That's where Randall lives. Yes. 
I didn't make that up. We've got listeners in all those locations. We do, and then some, mm-hmm. even, even further on out. But do we get accolades for it? Nah. No. Nah. Well, nah. every once in a while, I'll, I'll tell you congratulations. Well, thank you. And we yeah. got the podcast award coming up. Maybe we'll win that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. Thanks to, our, our, thanks to all four of our listeners. <laughs> sure we will. We're up there with like the big boys. But we're, how did we get in that? But we've got a chance. But you, so you're yeah, saying you're there's saying a chance. <laughs> I mean, out of all the podcasts out there, we ended up in the list. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. So we got fantastic listeners for one thing. Haunt I'll tell you that. We got what? <laughs> fantastic listeners. Listener. A listener. Ain't no doubt about it. You're hey, the best listener. So do you want to get right into these stories? Because yeah, I feel like yes. the first one is important. Heck yes. For everyone everywhere. Story for four hundred and fifty dollars. That's a lot of money. But this Japanese company will quit your job for you. Why, why would I've I never had a problem. Why wouldn't I just walk in and say, I'm out? <laughs> I'm telling you, take this job. Workers in Japan who want to leave their jobs but don't want to face the stress of quitting in person are paying a company called Exit oh, how convenient. to tell their bosses that they won't be back. People hoping to never set foot in their workplace again, Exit Uh, pay exit $450 to help them quit their full-time jobs. Those who have had it with part-time work uh, can pay $360. So if you're only working part-time, you can quit for $360. So if you're already struggling with money and you want to quit the job you hate, you're going to go spend the money you don't have to get somebody to quit when you can do it yourself? Who says, Craig, that they're struggling for money? That's also true. Yeah. And as Alex Martin reports for Japan Times, repeat clients get a $90 discount. And they also get less jobs because people yes. are going to quit hiring them. Less jobs. Didn't we go to school with him? I think, I think we did, yes. Um, Based in Tokyo, Exit is part of a startup run by two childhood friends, Yuchiro Ozaki, Okazaki, Okazaki, and Toshiyuki Nuino. You ever driven an Okazaki? They're pretty fast, but you got to um, hold on. No, I'm just not going to dignify that by saying anything. They started the company last year and is reportedly turning a profit. I will shut this tournament down. I will shut it down. There's definitely demand out there, Ozaki, Okazaki told Martin. He added, personally, I'm perplexed as to why people find it hard to quit, but I do sense that this atmosphere is prevalent in Japan. <laughs> Well, they take their working lives very seriously in Japan. Yeah, they do, but they don't take their quitting lives very no, seriously. No, they do not. <laughs> While the company's message stresses the new potential of changing environments, its logo, a figure running out of a, out of a door, <laughs> suggests that it's also aware some clients are simply desperate to get out of their current situation. Just don't go back. Right. On its website, I mean, really, because the fallout's going to be the same. I know. Uh, on its website, exit list cases in which it helped people, many in their 20s and 30s, leave jobs that range from sales and web production to a restaurant chef. Some said they didn't fit in at work. Others cited issues with supervisors or a move for personal reasons. Have you ever worked at a place where you just didn't feel like you belonged? Yeah. That's happened to me before, and it's very, it was an uncomfortable yeah. amount of time. I've had a couple of those where it just felt like, yeah. These people are different. The yeah. retirement agency, quote-unquote, says it helped them avoid the anxiety of quitting and blocked their boss's attempts to get them to stay. This proves that you and I should come up with just anything, and we can make it a business. See, I was thinking about that as I was reading this, but th- th- it wouldn't work in America because people are— No, but I'm saying there's just as crazy things going on in America. Well, what could we do? Uh, we could just do, like, we could probably— There's already people that do your shopping for you. Well, we could do maybe where we— um, you can already find somebody to detail your car. Yeah, it's going to be dumber than that. Oh, we could go to church for people. Because people don't want to go to church, yeah. but they want to go to church. Or 
we could drive by people's houses or park in people's driveways to make them look like they're more socially active. Oh, that's kind of like Rent-A-Friend. Rent-A-Friend. Yeah. It'd, we be, could it'd be like be the lonely uh, lonely guy Yeah, when Charles Grodin had the cardboard cutouts in his window <laughs> yes. to look like he had all the people over. <laughs> what if we were rent We'll show up with cardboard cutouts. What if you could rent a weirdo? That's possible. That is a possibility. We could do birthday parties or we could just go sit and watch the game. And, and all we really do is show up and eat their food. Yeah. For that's, money, it's a brilliant idea. All right, I'll write I'm gonna that work, down. I'm going to work on the just business don't cards. say it out loud. Don't don't broadcast it. So okay, people, yeah, don't, don't put want, it on the podcast. Yeah, don't. We, no one wants to know about this. No. We don't want people to know about this. Um, the retirement agency. Okay, it helps them avoid blah blah blah. The company acts as a buffer, a Jimmy buffer, <laughs> between the departing employee and the now former company. <laughs> Jimmy buffer. Jobs to the left. <laughs> jobs to the right. After informing bosses that they've lost a worker, exit. Relays basic que- uh, basic requests, but it doesn't get involved in the complicated matters, such as possible severance payments or lack of. Well, I would. That's if I'm paying them, I would want them to come away with a severance package. You know, uh, I mean, the thing is, if you're just going to up and quit, like if, I, I guess maybe I'm assuming too much. It looks like they up and quit and they're gone the next minute. Like they're there, I then get, they're gone. I don't know. Why would you get severance if you quit? Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah. Anyway, even if you put in two weeks' notice, you're not going to get severance. No, why would you? Yeah. Offer often, often, uh, often the former employee and ex company communicate only via mail after exit has stepped in. Quitting job can be soul crushing hassle. No. Nano tells Japan Times, we'll have to provide a sense of relief by taking on that burden. I think you're right, Craig. If there's a nickel to be made out there, somebody's going to do it. Here's the thing. We could pretty much come up with any stupid thing. We could do it like a podcast. Oh, that's a good. Now idea. you're talking. That's a good idea. Yeah, we could just sit around in a room and talk. Yes, I like it. Yeah, because we do that anyway, and we make a ton of. Uh, <laughs> I think you and I should carry mics with us. We we would save so much time because whenever we're together, whether there's microphones or not, it's exactly the same anyway. So why not just have microphones with us at all times? It really is. He's not even speaking in like ridiculous terms here. No, this, this is us. This is how we communicate. That should, we should name the, the podcast "This Is Us," except there's already a show called that, and there one of is. us would have to die. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that right now. I don't think because right now I got to do this. <laughs> Reptile surprise! <laughs> Watch out! Snake hole. He said, Freaky the snake hole, man. <laughs> Headline is Wegman's shopper finds it's a grocery s- store. Finds snake in cart while picking out produce. Oh, that ain't nothing. <laughs> that is something. That ain't nothing. Remember that time that guy found that snake in his toilet? Yeah, that's that's bad, too. Remember that time that person lived in that house and they had that den of snakes underneath the house? Yes! Remember that time that person in Australia had them boots and they went outside and had that snake inside them yes, boots? Yes, that was remember a that Easter brown snake. Yeah. Bad news, that. Remember that time, I can't remember when, there was some cobra story we had? Oh, we always have cobra stories. Yeah, so Wegmans, a snake in a car, please. All right, a woman shopping for groceries said she was surprised to find a snake in her shopping cart while picking out produce at a New York supermarket. Laura Walitsky says she was at Wegmans in Monroe County's Pittsford on Monday evening when her daughter spotted the hitchhiking reptile wrapped on the bottom of her car. Was he going, wee? 
<laughs> he had his little thumb out. <laughs> yeah. Hello, thumb. going my way. Uh, the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle going slow down. reports that the woman then walked the car outside and had her daughter tell customer service there was a snake on it. Walitsky was able to flag down two employees who removed the snake and placed it in a nearby wooded area. Why? Should have placed it under the tire. They should have arrested it for shoplifting, man. It didn't have wallet. They put the cuffs on him. He'd slide right through them. <laughs> it's crazy. A Wegman spokesperson said in a statement that this was an isolated incident. So, in other words, they don't have snakes all over their no. produce department. Biology professor Bradley Cosentino identified the pictured snake as a non-venomous milk snake. Oh, those are the good snakes, Craig. Mm-hmm. A common snake species, but they're hard to milk. Well, the no, thing is, I always carry milk with them. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't find it in the produce yeah, department. I mean, in the uh, uh, dairy department. Right. Well, now we're talking about wildlife. Let's talk about a couple things here. Go ahead. Raccoons in your backyard. Yeah, lots of those. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You posted some pictures of these raccoons, like, posing in the tree, like yes. these baby raccoons. Yes. That was a weird... That was supposedly, actually my front yard. Supposedly, they're, like, vile creatures. But anyway, they're... But they're cute. Then, yeah, until they latch onto you with their teeth. <laughs> Does somebody need a hug? Yeah. <laughs> and then, the other night, because we live in a, you know, kind of a rural-ish yeah, area, I'd right? i so, yeah. But I'm in, a, like, an, I'm in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we got, like, it's houses. So am I. Right, but I'm saying it's not like we... Okay, either of us, we don't live, like, on a big piece of land with nobody around. No, this no, is no. Never, yeah. So I'm on a, I actually live on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. I don't live in the house. I live on the cul-de-sac. But is anyway. It paper or plastic? Yes. And I walk outside real quick because I have to go to the car to take care of something real quick. Yeah. And I hear, I think I, kinda, I hear, I notice some movement. I look over on the cul-de-sac. There are like five deer on the cul-de-sac, like on the like pavement. Walking by, la, 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 like they're not scared. No, they they don't want to get too close, but they're looking at. Them, they stop. And they kind of raise their head up, like, hmm? and then they look around. <laughs> they'd walk a little bit. There's like some baby ones and some big ones, and they finally, finally, I clap my hands. We're allowed to move them along. Get on out of here! And they took <laughs> off. Get right. off my lawn. Well, then this morning, I'm taking. Uh, we had we were down one car for a while. I took E to the to uh, school. Yeah, a, a couple deer roaming through the neighborhood I, again. I see them all over the and place. And then and then and then right after that. I saw like three or four more. It's like they're they're taking over. They are, Greg, and it doesn't. I don't majestic get it. creatures though. I can drive past one, and in our neighborhood, I've driven past them in the car, and they just kind of like look up. You know, they would well, wave if somewhat, they could. They're somewhat used to us. I guess they are, but they're not going to get you. They're not going to let you get that close. Uh, we have, don't go don't go near one of those does with her baby nearby. You and I have friends. Uh, we do, Craig and Brenda. You know, who oh I'm yeah, talking about. yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. started feeding deer in her yard she'll walk out they they will walk up to her yeah, yeah. and she has a bowl of corn and, they, and they'll just eat right out of the bowl well I mean, that's to be fair craig does the same thing <laughs> can i say that you did i think he'll probably punch me next time i see him he, you, yeah he might he's got muscles too that dude scares me a little bit i haven't been checking him out i don't really know does he have muscles i don't know is it my turn or your yeah, turn it's your turn hey man jumps fence at lax does push-ups on the runway why First of all, fitness man, <laughs> I'm not doing push-ups anywhere. Why an L.A. runway? Maybe I'll find out. Okay, a man was taken into custody at Los Angeles International Airport Monday after he jumped a fence, ran onto a runway, did push-ups. <laughs> the man who has not yet been identified was spotted by an airport police officer just after 1:30 p.m. local time. A spokesman for the Los Angeles Airport Police confirmed. 
He was taken into custody within two minutes after being spotted on the runway. Police said the airfield the man traveled to, as well as nearby aircraft, underwent a security sweep, and the airfield was closed for roughly 20 minutes. That must have been some sweep. The man is being held by authorities as the investigation uh, as they investigate the situation. You know, that might have been the third worst story you've ever given me to read. <laughs> well, is it not weird that a man jumps a fence at the LAX and does push-ups on the runway? It would have been weirder if he jumped on the wing and did it while it was taking off. But he still did it. I don't get it. To say he did it. He did it. Just to say he did it. Okay. All right. Well, guess who's back in our news here, Craig? Headline is PETA urges Aretha Franklin's estate to donate her fur coats. How about PETA go find something else to do? PETA, please. Uh, you know, last episode we had the story about uh, PETA and their lobster uh, tombstone. Yeah, right, yep. What do you want on your pizza? Lobster. That's yeah. a lobster tombstone right there. Yeah. PETA, That'd be expensive pizza. PETA is urging Aretha Franklin's estate to give up her vast fur coat How collection. How about you mind your own business, PETA? Did you see her coffin by any chance? No. Well, they, it was ornate. It was gold-plated. It was just... Uh, Apparently, she had no will. Yeah, to I've go, heard that. To go on. <laughs> yes. No, she had no She had no will. Yeah. Um, and I've been in contact with them. I said she told me when I met her one time that I was supposed to get everything. I thought you were her kid. Yeah. I look a lot like you her. You do. Yeah. And you've got a lot of soul. The animal rights group sent a letter Friday to the Queen of Soul's niece, Sabrina Garrett Owens, asking her to donate the garments to its fur donation program. They, well, okay, here, the, the, the PETA idiots. What are they, what are they going to do? Are they going to resuscitate the coats? No. What, what, the coats, I don't know what they're doing. The coats are, it's done. Okay? And they're very nice coats. It's done. <laughs> they're not These animals back. are not coming back. They're not. And who says they're dead? They may just be naked somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. We don't think twice about sheep. Or, you Absolutely. Know, when, when, I'll share that sheer, sucker in a heartbeat. Yeah, he runs around looking like a little naked mole rat. Back. <laughs> get back. Get that back. I look bad. We did, we did watch a movie. You know, last episode we do movie reviews. Yeah. We rewatched a movie this past week and I forgot. What was it? That reminded me. We watched Babe. The pig? Yeah. I hated that movie. You're an idiot. I saw it in the theater. You know that's my theme this week? You're an idiot. <laughs> that's, a, that's your theme every week. I am. The, we found out that we discovered. I will shut this tournament down, we, mister. We discovered that I am the father from the Goldbergs. <laughs> it's it's like I don't really mean it. It's like a loving way I say it. Like, oh, you idiot. You stupid idiots. Well, here's what Peter said. Aretha will always Peter be. Rabbit? <laughs> Aretha will always be remembered for all that she did to help empower African American people, especially women in her lifetime. Uh, might we now call on her estate to help in the cruel area of wearing animal fur by donating her fur coats to PETA, where they'll go on to offer warmth and comfort to those who need it the most? Pick a side, Peter. Pick a side. <laughs> if you're going to use it as a coat anyway, what difference so, does it make? So, how does how does Peter feel about people out in the bush somewhere who kill ant like like American Indians did? I want to know how many of these Peter people wear leather belts or shoes, right? So, my, but but my thing is, how do they feel about people that are in the middle of the, the back country somewhere, natives in some other country, or the way uh, America, the Native Americans here, or are people in the outback? Down so under the, the Aborigines, yeah. or these, how do they feel about these people that do it because that keeps them warm? And, and I'm saying that keeps them alive. I mean, it. What are they supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. What, what are they supposed to do? I don't know. I don't get it. That's the problem with PETA. There's peta, a PETA, 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 whatever. The furs donated to the group are sent to people in need. Craig, put somebody so out this, there. This, this is actually. 
in and of itself explaining what's wrong with them. So, they so, want to take... Just because somebody bought this fur coat, they think they shouldn't have it. They shouldn't have it, and they're yeah. gonna, but they're going to turn around and give it to somebody. Exactly. Somebody who needs it. Because they're either doesn't it need it anymore. makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Included uh, those in refugee camps and homeless shelters. That's great. I'm going to give the Aretha Franklin's fur coat to a homeless person. Then why don't they just say, <laughs> then why don't they say instead of her fur coats, why don't they say, hey, we would like to urge you to take any of her clothes and donate them. It doesn't make sense. I'm saying just don't. Why, I, understand, why, why, I understand what you're saying. Why are it you picking out the furs? It does not make sense. In Franklin's family donations, uh, if Franklin's family donates her fur collection, PETA says she'll posthumously join many other celebrities. You ready for these who have donated, Craig? Angela Houston. Mm-hmm. Mariah you Carey. You mean Angelica Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah. Angelica Houston. Uh, Mariah Carey. K- Kim Cattrall. Yep. That famous uh, mannequin, mannequin, mannequin. Mannequin, yeah. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. And Sharon Osbourne. So, what a group of okay. of people there who have given their coats to the group. Okay, I'm sure there's a list of people that have given their time and money to other things. Why don't we list them too and say, hey, everybody should give their time and money to these things? So you're just naming people that have done this. So what is that? That means nothing. Okay, let me let me say, continue with what they said. By donating Aretha Franklin's fur coats to Peter, her family could expand her legacy of social justice to animals. While we can't bring back the animals who suffered and died from these. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> By donating Aretha Franklin's fur coats to PETA, her family could expand her legacy of social justice. Didn't she own fur coats? The way that's written, it's like she has some social justice to animals already happening. Uh, these I think they're trying to say she could expand her legacy to include. Maybe that's what they're trying to say. It's what they're trying to say. Uh, anyway, Aretha Franklin is famous for her fur fashion sense. Uh, something that Peter. Well, wait, has, did you you missed the whole part about while well, we can't bring back the animals? Well, I was in there when you interrupted me. Well, you need to read that though. While we can't bring back the animals who suffered and died for them, these coats can help others by providing some much needed warmth to orphaned animals and humans in desperate need. Now, Notice I mean, they I, put the animals in front of humans again, even in that sentence. Even when they speak, they do that. See, their anger needs to be towards the people that are in the fur business that have their cruel practices. Those are the people they should be you know, really going after, the people that are doing this stuff. And I understand that you are contributing to it by supporting it. Yeah. I get all that. Well, this isn't the first this, time. This isn't even my argument about whether or not it's right or wrong to have furs. I'm just saying it just makes no sense that Aretha's gone and you're saying you want to take it's, a fur coat and give it, it. It would seem to make more sense you want to get the fur coat and destroy it. That's what they. That's probably what they want to do, but they know better because of backlash. But this isn't the first time they've contacted her or her family about this, Craig. In 2008, they sent a letter. Uh, urging her to shed the old-fashioned look that adds pounds oh, to good. your Oh, Okay, now we're going to insult you. And detracts from your beautiful voice. Why don't you go <laughs> up an alley and holler fish? That's an actual Don Knotts quote. Yes, it is. I know it is. Why don't you get one more peep out of PETA and I'll butter their necktie? <laughs> okay, done. News reporter says flux capacitor was the potential cause of a plane crash. <laughs> Did you hear this by no. chance? It's hilarious. Oh, the old flux capacitor, Frank. <laughs> she called it a flux capacitor. I said Frank. Frank. <laughs> the old, let me try that again. Ah, okay. oh, the old flux capacitor prank. Catherine Burcham with Boston 25 News was reporting live from the scene of a plane crash at Cranlin Airport in Hanson, Massachusetts, when it appears she accidentally made a Back to the Future reference. In the clip, Burcham says, or she claims rather, that Jacob uh, Hasselden 
The 20-year-old pilot who crash-landed the plane told her a defective flux capacitor was the possible cause of the crash. (laughs) I love when people punk news. I live for stuff like this. Boston 25 and Bertram did not immediately respond to an email requesting comment or correction. And there's no mention of the fictional instrument on the story on its uh, on the story on its website. According to Seven News Boston, the National Transportation Safety Board is investigating the cause of the crash. He was piloting the plane for a Go Skydive Boston and was the only person aboard when the incident occurred. He escaped with minor injuries. Okay, so that's good news. Nobody yeah. died. Uh, we flew up. I had difficulties with the engine. I managed to get everyone out and came back in for a landing, but couldn't make it, uh, he told Seven News. The flipping of the plane was me running out of runway. I was coming in too fast due to difficulties with my engine, the flaps, and various plane issues. On Friday, another crash occurred at the same airport, injuring one person critically and leaving another dead. Okay, I'm going to play this for you. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do this old-fashioned way, kind of like we used to do before we had a soundboard because I didn't put it on the soundboard, but I'm going to get the microphone down here to the speaker. Are you ready? Yeah. Run very well. And Hazelden told us that he believes the issue was with a defective flux capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> See, and, and, and someone would tell you, right? Someone would, someone would say, wasting your time watching movies, all that pop culture. <laughs> yes. All these rant, this random stuff in our heads that we pull out of out of nowhere. That's why. But that's we so will never, we will never be caught on TV saying something like I that. I love this stuff, and when, like even like when when weathermen are out, supposedly about to be blown away by yeah. some weather, and somebody runs by dancing or grabs the microphone yeah. and says, "Hey, mom," or whatever. That stuff floors me. I've got a really funny one I could tell you about locally here, but I can't tell you on the podcast. Oh, because oh, it's not family. Well, friendly? because it's not really. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you in a nice way, but it was funny, and I saw it live, and it was so good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, headline is, a new study suggests that sharks might prefer jazz to other types of music, Craig. How do you feel about that? About jazz or sharks? Sharks. Sharks enjoying music. I don't think they give a flip of any kind. Well, I think that if if it will adjust that nasty attitude... Play what they want, you know. I say, I say, I, you know, they're probably already mad that electronics don't work underwater. Right. Well, some do. Well, on SpongeBob, yes, yeah, some do. <clears throat> on SpongeBob, they can actually build fires. Okay, up here on dry land, our Spotify playlist might be filled with a mishmash of Jimmy Buffett and Justin Timberlake, or Ario Speedwagon and Sticks. You added that. I didn't. You liar. But under the sea, however, musical tastes under are, the sea are a bit more discerning. At least if you're a shark. Sharks are friends. Not no. Sharks are food, not friends. Okay, according to research out of Australia, mate, sharks seem to be particularly drawn to the rhythms of jazz music more so than the structured sounds of classical. Okay, I could get along with that. I mean, I do. I think I like jazz better than classical. I'm not really sure why it matters. It doesn't. I love both of them, actually. Don't expect Jaws to be donning a fedora and sipping sidecars anytime soon. The study conducted by researchers from Sydney's... Uh, Macquarie University was intended more to determine whether sharks could associate artificial sounds with food rewards. Man, I'd hate to be in person on this study. For the experiment, scientists trained Port Jackson sharks to swim to one end of a tank for a treat. Where's PETA when you need them? What about these sharks having to listen to jazz? The sharks having to listen to jazz and go for treats. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever the sounds of a specific jazz ditty 
played through underwater speakers, five sharks learned to associate the music with food. However, when the same experiment was conducted with a classical tune, the association didn't stick. Sharks seemed to be stumped by sounds of classical. Despite the amusing interfaces we can make over the musical taste of sharks, the research is more importantly a step forward in understanding the cognitive abilities and personality differences in sharks. I didn't realize there were any differences. Sharks are generally underestimated when it comes to learning abilities. Most people see them as mindless, instinctive animals, uh, me included. However, they have really big brains and are obviously much smarter than we give them credit for. Gaining a better understanding for this will grow positive public opinion of sharks, doubt it, and may shift public and political will towards their convert conversations. No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think so. I think it's towards their conservation. Oh, well, conserva- con- conservation. I'm gonna be honest with you. I checked out during that whole story. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that somebody thought to see what kind of music sharks liked. Is that not weird? Mm, it's weird. Okay. Is it interesting? No. <laughs> it is kind of. It's better than that Paula and Steve-O uh, concert Matt you went to see. No, that was very entertaining. Uh, the whole thing through. Pat and... I had a blast. Pat and Jenny. Whatever Mosh that pit and all. I'm, I'm very glad I experienced <clears throat> You know, I live for experiences, Craig. I, I've come to this conclusion. I'm not collecting things anymore uh, except my albums. And 3D knickknacks. And knickknacks that my, but my buddy makes me. Experience. I'm going to collect experiences. Hey, let's talk about Florida. First, we're going to talk about this. They're, they go together. Yeah. In Florida, I went to Florida man dumps porta potty waste uh, in 7 Eleven as revenge. That crosses the line. That's making me sick. As revenge. Oh. That crosses the line. What a crap. Don't thing do that to 7 Eleven. Ooh, where's the little, where's the rim <laughs> showing? Yeah. A-C-A-E. As criminal and... In- oh, crap. There it is again. What? Fecal surprise. <laughs> As criminal accusations go, this one is pretty crappy. <laughs> a Florida man is accused of dumping a bucket containing Gross. human feces and urine inside a St. Petersburg 7-Eleven. Don't touch that microwave, mister. No surprise, his name is Damien <laughs> A. Sims. Alleged attack of criminal caca. <laughs> hap- Can I say that since we're an English-speaking show? So. <laughs> Happened early Wednesday, according to the smoking gun. He apparently obtained the waste from a portable toilet, Gross. the site reported. How'd he get it? Just dip in? Heard that guy that crawled in <laughs> yeah, to, to get, get his the phone? phone yeah. yeah. Splattered poop. Splattered poop. Fecal surprise. Got on a straw hat and a do rag. <laughs> it's a doo doo rag. And more like a doo doo rag. <laughs> With a total estimated value of $28. But the, the cleanup cost way more. Yeah. The 41-year-old Sims was ID'd by the store manager and recorded on surveillance video, according to the police report. It's possible the alleged bowel movement bucket dump <laughs> was an act. This person writing this was just trying to get as many yes, zingers in. I love in. it. I love it. The bowel movement bucket dump was an act of revenge. The police report notes that Sims was banned from the store in May. Sims was charged with trespass and criminal mischief, both misdemeanors. As of Friday, he was still in the Pinellas County Jail in lieu of a $300 bond. This guy couldn't get out of the You need 30 bucks. Uh, he has been ordered to stay away from the 7-Eleven and its manager, according to Fox News. Yeah, he said, y'all banning me is a load of crap, and so is this. <laughs> and then they said, and stay out of the Woolworths. <laughs> stay out of the Woolworths. <laughs> Headline is, 
Woman who said her dog was a vegetarian is proved wrong in seconds. Okay. A woman who was raising her dog as a vegetarian was left speechless. Because she can change the programming in a dog's brain. <laughs> yes, on live TV when her pet chose meat over vegetables. Lucy Carrington. More de- like Looney Carrington. <laughs> Looney Carrington decided to put Storm the Husky on a meat-free diet this summer. Storm the Husky. There's today's band name. Storm the Husky. That's a great, great band yeah. name. Storm the Husky. And I think, you know, Craig, I appreciate the fact that we give out free band names here on the show. Other people don't, apparently. I know, and that really makes me mad. And I'll tell you the story. If you don't want the free band name, don't take yeah, it. Yeah, don't be telling me things online Absolutely that are rude. Absolutely burned me up. Made yeah, me angry. I, did. I I made, I today... Okay, we'll tell a little bit of the story. Go ahead, go ahead. Today, I went, or last night, I was reading through uh, on Instagram, and there's a particular celebrity that I'm, I really like their work. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the show they run, and and, uh, they have a band, and they were asking people, yes or no, do you like the name of the band? Right. And I said, you know, and it was kind of self-promoting. That's maybe, maybe I was being a jerk. No, that's guerrilla marketing is what that is. But I said, I said, you know, we give away free band names constantly on our show, and I put our link to the website. Yeah. And somebody came up right up and commented and told me to shut. I should shut up, but they said it in a very rude way. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I was, and I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, what? What does that mean? And so it was just rude. I just wanted to grab that person and but say. But people like that. You know what? I will shut that tournament down, too. Yeah, you will. Yeah. People like that are just, they're sad and pathetic. I think so. They're, I think so. Anybody that wants to bully somebody else, and that was that was kind of bullying. That was, that was somebody, cyber bullying. That was somebody trying to be above me Absolutely. and tell me what I can't do. you know why? I bet they don't have a podcast. Yeah. And and anybody that's like that's a sad person. A lot of people say we don't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, <laughs> well, we, we do <laughs> we? Sort of. So anyway, back to Looney Carrington. She believed the animal wanted to be a vegetarian, so purchased meat-free dog food and served up leftover and why vegetables. Did, why did Looney Carrington think this? I have no idea. So she takes her dog on This Morning. It's a TV show, yeah. you know, wherever it is. And the dog headed straight for a bowl of meat, barely considering the carrots and peas just centimeters away. Dogs aren't stupid? No! Storm was given the option to decide between the bowls after vet Scott Miller, who was also on the show said that the diet change was denying the dog's choice. And he was proven right. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you for your service, Scott Miller. Thank you for your logical. See what I did there? He's a vet. Uh, I see. Yeah, I did see that. That was good. <clears throat> Host Eamon Holmes replied, You say dogs can't make the choice, but on this program, they can make the choice. Seconds later, Storm was wolfing down chunks of meat. Miss Carrington, who is uh, not even a vegetarian herself, said, Oh, you little, I didn't swear. In fairness, the weather has cooled down quite dramatically. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What is that? What? Okay. what? She, she said, goes oh, you, oh, you little, well, I didn't swear. <laughs> In fairness, the weather has cooled down quite dramatically. What does that mean? She says, she goes on to say, during the summer months, uh, she just went off her food strangely. So the dog, she said, maybe the hot weather. And then she said, I'm certainly not one of those, I'm not a vegetarian, I'm not a vegan, far from it, though I've reduced my meat consumption. Now she's backpacking. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was later accused of animal cruelty by dozens of viewers. I would say again, so. Again, that, now well, that's where PETA needs to shine. Here's the thing. It wasn't, she wasn't not feeding the dog. She just wasn't feeding the dog meat. <laughs> right, but that's cruel. Those dogs, no dog wants to be a vegetarian. There's no such thing. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> it makes You know what? That, that whole thing makes me... If Peter jumped in and got onto her, I wouldn't complain. I'd say there. Well, you Okay, you've stated how you feel about it. Hey, it's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, agree with most of these, although 
a couple I have questions about. But, I agree with most of these myself. Yeah, but I don't really. I want to tell you that I, you know we should talk to Mark Patch about about recording a, a top ten song, uh, a top ten theme song. I'm sure he wants to record so, a top ten song. <laughs> so he he gives, he gives and gives and gives, and then you come back for more. Well, we call it you the Mark double Patch dipper. Top 10. If it's not enough that Mark Patch goes out of his way, he I le- love it. He leaves the Mark face- is the man. He leaves fighting with people on Facebook long enough to write you a yes. theme song. <laughs> yes, but it's the Mark Patch top ten. So I think I, I'm not saying he Flaz needs to. Flash Chakas never wrote us one. No, he did not. Flaz, yeah, look where he is now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whoa. Top ten most annoying celebrities. Number ten, I don't really understand. Especially oh, given gosh. the given she the, annoys me worse. She should be number one. Given the week that she's had, I think she needs a little bit of a break. <laughs> Uh, Ariana, uh, Ariana is it Ariana or Ariana. Ariana Ariana Grande. Her and her brother both annoy me. To I don't know no enough about him. I mean, she's I got do. talent. I mean, she's does def- she? Oh, does she? Yeah, she's does great, she? great voice. Does she? better than that Peg and Len- Lenny. <laughs> I don't know Matt and Kim are way better than Ariana oh, Grande. You know, dude, I don't even have a dog in this fight, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I could listen to her sing. <laughs> I don't know what that was you played in the last show. I didn't play it. It sounded like. Somebody got a Casio. Right, we'll key. Bring, I'll bring some on next episode. It sounded we'll, like someone. We can't play it legally. It's, well, if we're talking about them, we can't. Okay, we get like here's 30 the thing. Seconds. So it sounds like someone got a Casio keyboard for Christmas <laughs> and knew just enough. My daughter listens to this show. I know she does. They're talking about her REO Speedwagon. I'm going to be honest with her. They, they, they're horrible. They're awesome. Whatever. They're fun to listen to. Anyway, top 10. And they're great an- people. They really are good people. Top 10 most annoying celebrities. I'm surprised that you're not number 10. Number nine. I guess you have to be a celebrity. <laughs> number nine, I agree with Oprah Winfrey. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever see Wrinkle in Time? No. I, I, I was going to until you told me about literally, it. Literally, I'm not lying to you. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my Oprah life. Oprah annoys me every time I see her, whether she's pitching this f- fat pizza, yeah, Weight Watcher, why it, whatever. Why isn't Cher on this list? <sighs> I will jump across anybody. I'll jump across. I'll, I'll jump across elderly people to turn the radio off. If I could turn back time, number eight. Very annoying. Yes. Very very annoying. Beyonce. Yeah, Bianca gets on my nerves. Bianca. Number seven, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, very annoying. I don't know anything about Nicki Minaj. I really she, don't. Yeah, whatever. Number six, although he's getting kind of entertaining to pay attention to here lately, <laughs> Kanye West is one of the top ten most annoying celebrities. Don't let James hear you talk about bad about him. James loves Kanye West. I wasn't. I was just saying he was number six on the list. I understand. List. Uh, number five. I totally get this one. Number five. got to be careful here in Nashville saying this one. Taylor Swift. Well, again, it's not our list. It's not our list. No, this is from thetop10s.com, where everyday average Joes can vote on top ten lists. Now, number four is interesting, because I didn't even know this person was even a person anymore. <laughs> what did you think she turned into? I don't know. She's just disappeared. <laughs> she has vanished. Um, Paris Hilton. She was number four on the list. All right. Uh, number three on the list, I have, uh, I've actually been acquainted with Miley Cyrus. And yes, she is annoying. Very annoying. Yes. Number two. Actually, if you could put this person on all the spots in the, in the 10 list. <laughs> Number 10 through 1. 10 through 1, Kim Kardashian. Number 1, I strongly disagree with. I really do. I've I, never I think found this, anything annoying I, I think about this, him. I think this list comes down to people that are, are, that are too visible. They, they, they're annoying. They get too, they're overrated. Or, um, and I don't think or, he's overrated. No, I'm saying these are people that are either too visible. Over, over, yeah, like they're, let's be careful in the celebrity world saying that. <laughs> They're either over overrated, uh, overly visible all the time, or they literally are just annoying individuals. Okay, number one, 
is Justin Bieber. And I think he probably falls under the everywhere you look kind of thing. And it's Maybe. just annoying. I, I think he's one of the most talented singers out I, there. I, I don't like him as far as his music and stuff, but I, I can at least be fair and recognize he is a talented kid. I will tell you that as he grows and matures, I like him much more. He's all a the talented time. kid. I, I, all, I, all I had to see was him as a special guest on one of the American Idol episodes, and he outperformed most every other celebrity, yeah. uh, well-seasoned celebrities that showed up, other musicians that had been on that show. When you're talented enough. He was, dr- he was, he was dancing like crazy. He didn't got on the drums and started wailing on me. I'm he, telling you. I mean, I don't, I don't buy his music. I don't care for him. But I I've never be, bought any of his music. But I'm going to be fair. And I'm the same way with Ariana Grande. I mean, oh, I, now she, I've I don't got know, all kind of bones to pick I don't know woman. anything about her other than hearing her sing. And I think the girl's got a, she's got chops. But, oh, I don't, but I don't know anything else about her. Most annoying. Most annoying. And her brother's even worse. I didn't know way. she had a brother. Oh yeah, he was on Big Brother. For was a that season. the guy that was uh, hugging her on the on the uh, at the funeral? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see any. Okay, of that. did you not catch the stories this week? No, I didn't. I don't watch the news, Craig. I really don't. Go go look at the special hug that Ariana got. Okay. <laughs> at a, uh, was it Aretha Franklin's funeral? Probably. It wasn't John McCain's. <laughs> no, it was not. All right, kids, we're out of here. We gotta go. We got stuff to do. 208. Thanks for listening. Were you, were you addressing listener 208? No, I'm talking to you. I'm 208? Just a number. 208. Celebrate 208. Go out there and listen to some Matt and Kim. Let us know what you think about it. By the way, you want me to give you one moment to blow your mind? Yeah. I heard Steve Gutenberg's coming back. What? Steve Gutenberg's Where's coming. They're going to make another police academy. Oh, sweet. Apparently he's in one of the Sharknadoes. I haven't seen the newest one yet. James has. All right, guys, girls, kids. He says they just keep getting better and better. Our listeners? Sharknado. Meow. Meow. Darn it. <laughs>